Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself and Life with me, Joan Misiak. Today, let's talk about what happens or what you can do when life falls apart. You know, you're just walking along, everything's great, things are flowing, life is good, and then bam, something sideswipes you or like knocks you upside down or like flips your whole world upside down. It could be grieving the loss of a loved one, uh, a lost job, depression, like just there's so many different things that can just set your world upside down, around, sideways when, you know, things are just so good and then something happens. Today, I am talking from my own experience from, you know, having a great year and then having candied overgrowth, like kind of stop me in my tracks and change my way of living for a while. So that's where I'm coming from, from my own personal experience. And that's what I'm going to be, you know, that's the place I'm coming from. But you can do this for other things as well. And if you're grieving, I'm just sending you so much love. And this could be like grief of just something ending, like a job, a relationship. It doesn't have to be a lot, like a, a, a death or things like that, but it can be. And I just send you so much love wherever you are right now. I'm sending you so much love, like a big, big hug, like feel it right now. I'm sending you so much love. So wherever you are, know that you are loved and it, it just, it's, being in that moment for a minute. And I want to talk for a second about grief. I can't tell you how long it's going to take you to feel better. So if you're looking for that answer, you're not going to get it from me because everybody has their own processes. So I'm not going to share those moments with you because I can't. that's, That's you and only you will know. And it's really about when your world falls apart, Like first you need to get through it, right? So there's stages. First it happens and you're like, oh my goodness. So first you're just trying to figure out which way is up. So do that. Just take a pause. Figure out where you are, what's going on, and whatever that moment was that turned your life upside down. Just hit pause to figure it out to send yourself some love. What do you need right now in that moment? You know, if you're taking care of somebody, maybe you're giving so much out and you're not getting, you're not taking any time for you. So it's figuring out a balance maybe, but first things first, it's just being aware and accepting with what is. And I'll put this in perspective where I was, you know, this past year And it was like, I was not feeling good. And at first, I didn't even know why I wasn't feeling good. I just thought I had a cold all winter long. And I was was like super, super um, achy. Like I was doing yoga every day. I'm like, why do I feel like I'm not getting any better? I'm doing yoga every day. Like what's wrong with me? So first, it's getting through those moments. So first, it can be either becoming aware, being mindful, or just acceptance of where you are. And for my case, it took me a while to even figure out what was going on. So depending on what it is, it can be acceptance, awareness, you know, asking for support, like help and, and figuring out what it is. I teamed up with my natural path to figure out what was going on. Uh, and I actually was starting to work with her before 
this like before everything kind of like hit the fan. <laughs> and because I just didn't like I, the scale was just going up. My weight was just going up. I'm like, what is going on? What is wrong with me? And things like that. So anyways, I just didn't feel good. I knew something was off and then it just got worse. But the moment that my life got turned upside down was at the end of December in 2022 when winter break ended and the kids went back to school and I just had zero motivation, zero energy, zero focus, zero zest for life. And I'm like, I think I've, there was times if I did get out of bed, I'd sit at my office going, I have all these things I want to do and I have nothing to give. But a lot of the time I was in bed or then I'd feel like I had a cold and I'm like, well, I guess I shouldn't be out in public because I might have a cold. And then anyways, it's just this long, crazy thing. So first for me, it was figuring out what was going on. And then it's just being, um, being there and sitting there and being aware and mindful of what was going on, what my thoughts were, what my feelings were, reaching out for help. I was very honest with my husband throughout everything. I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't feel like myself. And it was a really hard up and down battle of a hill, um, ups and downs and sideways and all over. And then I finally was like, I enough is enough. And that can happen to wherever you are in your life where you just get fed up. So first, you know, it happens. Got to like not even make peace with it. I don't want to say you have to make peace with whatever's there, whatever's sideways, but it's being acceptance. It's more accepting what is. And that can be hard. It can be a really challenging thing, depending on what you're going through. So for me, it was, so I had enough was enough. I finally gave up. Like, I was like, enough is enough. I'm sick of feeling like garbage and not doing anything with my life. Like, I was done. And that was, I figured, it was probably somewhere in February. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my calendar. I'm like, I'm going to do an adventure cleanse. Uh, Chris Carr has this wonderful recipe book out and uh, it has a 21 day adventure cleanse in it. And I've done it so many times before and I know I always feel better. So I'm like, well, that's all maybe I need is, you know, to change my eating and things like that. So I started that at the beginning of April and I was starting to feel better. I, you know, weight was just coming off like easy without me thinking about it. I was just feeling good. Now, the only thing is, my energy wasn't coming back like it used to. Like I used, I, I would have like a lot more energy and I was like jonesing for sugar. I was like, I need sugar. And I was like, I had like these moments of intense, like insane, like intensity of needing sugar, insane, something I've never experienced before. And then shortly after that, I got my blood test back and that's when I discovered it was candied overgrowth. So I was like, oh, okay. Now I had answers. So depending on what you're going through too, sometimes you looking for answers and sometimes it can help you through the hard times, especially if your body's doing something that you're like, I have no idea what's going on or I don't know what to do. And it's working through like sometimes knowledge is, oh, actually it's always knowledge is power. So it's like, okay, now I have a plan because even my naturopath is like that adventure cleanse you're on is really good, but She's like, I don't think it's going to be enough to heal your gut. So it was just taking those steps. And then that's where all the magic happened for me. Once I knew what I needed to change, I could change it and heal. But that's my story. 
your story might be different. If it's grief and things like that, it's being okay where you are to feel the things that you're feeling. Every step you take might be a new feeling. And that's the other thing, taking baby steps. So where with my story, like I had to work through like when all my whole world went upside down. I'm very grateful I had my husband that could step up when I couldn't get out of bed. But I know I know not everybody has that luxury. But if you are feeling like you're having a really hard time, I really encourage you to reach out to people in your life, family, friends, to help you through the hard stuff. It's really hard to go out alone. I used to be a lone wolf, so I know how hard it can be to rely on people or ask people for help. But it's really, really important that you don't go through things alone. And it's also important to remember a little step each day or week. Just take one day at a time. Sometimes when our world is falling apart, we can't see a way out. There is no way out, but there really is, but you don't see it. So it's just like, what can I do today? And maybe it's getting out of bed. Maybe it's brushing your teeth, like getting out of bed and brushing your teeth. Maybe it's finally jumping in the shower or maybe finally getting out of the house and going for a walk at some fresh air or finally asking for help or talking to somebody. Talking with people is so important. And I know I didn't experience grief and that like uh, my own, my own grief was like, I lost like half a year. Like I have my own and it's like, I need to make peace with that, that, you know, the things that I had planned. So I have a different experience. Again, I'm coming from a different place, but if, if you're experiencing a loss of a relationship, a loss of a job, a loss of a person, a loved one, it's a whole, like there's a lot more emotions going on. And it's allowing yourself to feel all the feelings that, and move through all the feelings. Because when we push them down, they're still there. They're just not, you're not releasing them. So they're still there and they'll just pop up at some point. So it's really, really important. And as much as I had a different experience that what you might be going through, talking to somebody really helped because I had my own crazy emotions because Candida like made me super moody. And talking to a friend, like my favorite thing in the whole wide world, and I think the one thing that really helped me get through my year is I had a weekly walk with a good friend. We'd walk through the forest for like an hour, hour and a half, and just chat, talk, complain if we needed to, you know, like like vent. I shouldn't say complain. Let's not use the word complain. Let's use the word vent because it's different. Because I didn't hang on to it. I didn't like, it wasn't part of me. I was just like, this is how I feel. And then I let it go out in the forest. And we have this thing where it's like, you talk and you share and it, it stayed between her and I, everything. And it's like, it's like what stays in the, what, what happens in the forest stays in the forest. And it just like, we dump all our garbage, not like physically, because you know, we don't litter here, man. Anyways, I would let go of all my stuff and leave it in the forest metaphorically speaking. So whatever you're going through, I encourage you to share with somebody, talk it out with somebody. If you're not ready, journal. There's so many beautiful ways um, to work through this as much as it might not feel beautiful right now. Emotions are there to let us know what's going on. I've had a lot of anger 
because I was frustrated that I couldn't do the things I wanted to this year, that I didn't have the energy to do things I really wanted to. Frustrated and angry about having to completely eat different than my family. You know, it's like, it takes a lot more prep time. Like we always make our meals and we make things from scratch. But now that I've had to change my, like, it's a super strict diet. And I'm like, oh, we had fish sauce that had sugar in it. I'm like, what? So I had to like go hunting for fish sauce that doesn't have sugar. I had a special order it in because no one around here carries it without sugar. So it was just this fun thing of like ups and downs. So, and I know my struggles and challenges might not be anywhere close to what you might be going through. Not even close. Because we all have different struggles and challenges. One thing I realized this year is that my struggles and challenges have really helped me grow as a person and really just see how strong I can be and just learn a lot about life and myself, my family. You know, my kids are like, I wish you could eat what we could eat. I'm like, it's okay. It's actually probably better for all of us if we eat less sugar. You know, like it just... And I didn't say it that way, but anyway, we would talk about like how it, it gave an opening of, of teaching of added sugars versus like sugars that are natural and fruits and different things. So it was just very interesting. Our whole family got to have a fun experience and journey, but know wherever you are, there is a way out and you might not feel it yet. And even hearing it. You might be mad at me for even saying it because I know sometimes when somebody says it, you're like, I don't see it. There's no way out. So don't focus on the way out. Be present with where you are. Feel those feelings, but don't let them become a part of you. Feel them. And then when you're ready, let them go. So like I said, journaling, talking with somebody, Heckman screaming at the top of your lungs to the sky, you know, anything, praying, anything, talking to the universe, whatever feels right to you. Get it out of your body and onto the page, out into the universe, out into the forest, by the ocean, the lake, river, wherever feels right to you and whatever you have on hand. But don't let that stay in your body for too long. Our emotions can live like when we push them down and I'm speaking from so much experience because I kept anger nice and locked down for a while and then I'd explode over everybody. Anyways, still have my own moments with anger now and then. I'm going to be completely honest. The thing is you bottle them up. They're then living in your body and they can show up in different ways. So don't keep them there for a long time. Like obviously if you need to be there for a little bit, be there. I've already told you I'm not going to tell you how long to live in different feelings because that's all about where you're at, not me. I can't tell you because your grieving process, your emotional, like just working through the emotions will be different. Like everybody's different. Journal it, talk it out, let it go. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan on letter writing. So if it's, you know, even a job loss, relationship loss, a loved one, even you can write a letter. I experienced grief um, in a different way 
that people might even chuckle at, but it's a, it's real. Everything is, we, if you feel it, it's real. Okay. If you feel it, it's real. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Again, though, it doesn't mean you have to live there forever. So my grandma sold her cottage just before we moved out West. I knew it was happening. She gave us all a heads up. So we spent as much time there the summer before uh, she sold it, but I still was sad to let it go because I grew up there. Like my parents lived really close to there. So every summer I just bike over, walk over, like it was an hour and a half walk, but I'd walk over. I lived there in the summer most of the time. And I was just so happy that my kids got to experience it, but I did grieve the loss. It was a very sad time. So I remember we went a couple more times before we moved and before you know, it switched hands and I did a letter writing. I I wrote a letter and buried it in the ground by uh, the cottage in the, in the flower bed. I didn't just dig up grass and, and let it go. And it felt really good. Felt really good to have like a goodbye letter. So there are so many different ways to work through feelings, emotions, grief, and loss most important thing is just don't hang on to those feelings forever. Move through them because the other fun thing is that there's going to be layers of emotions. So let those layers unfold as they, you know, let them come out as they unfold. And just try and love yourself every step of the way. It can be hard and challenging. But you are so much stronger than you realize. And you are going to come out of this. Thinking back, like, Jody was right. There is a way out. But right now, focus on where you're at. Give yourself a hug and literally take it one itty bitty step at a time until you're ready to take it a normal step. And then keep just walking forward. And if you fall back or you go backwards for a little bit, it's okay. It happens. Pick yourself up and take another little step. I know for my own personal journey, it has been, I literally felt like I was on a roller coaster. So you may experience those sensations as well, right? Like sometimes you might be high and up in life and like, woohoo, things are going good. And then you're not doing so good. You're reminded of something, someone, things, events, all those things. And they can bring us back to what we were feeling. So allow yourself to feel them, feel the feeling and then let it go with whatever way that feels good to you. And remember, I highly encourage letter writing. Oh, and I do want to add, like if you're new, because I've shared letter writing ideas before and things, but if you haven't heard me talk about it before, you've never written a letter, you never actually send it to the person you write either. So, you know, say you're a, a breakup and you have lots of unanswered things you want to say to that person. You don't, and it might be a lot of anger or frustration or sadness. You don't actually send that person the letter. And for me, like I, I buried mine with the cottage, <laughs> but you can also like burn it, do a ceremony around a fireplace. Or if you don't have one, you can do it safely in, in this, in, in your house with, um, like a, a pan, something that is safe, but just, you know, obviously common sense, uh, do it safely. <laughs> so anyways, <sighs> wherever you are, again, I started with a hug. Let's end with a hug. This can be a hard one when your life is feeling like it's falling apart. Just think about picking it up one piece at a time, one day at a time, 
And again, I'm giving you that big hug. So feel it through here right now. Big, big hug. So much love. And again, you are so strong. You are amazing. And there's just so much, you don't even realize how much you're growing right now, but you are. Sending you so, so much love. Bye for now.